sunshine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. In the year 1504, a guy by the name of Babur captured Kabul. In 1709, Mirwas Hotek gained independence against the Persians. In the year 1715, Mirwas died of natural causes and his brother, Abdulaziz, inherited the throne. Mirwas' son, Mahmud Hotaki, killed Abdul Aziz, who was his uncle. In the year 1725, Mahmud was murdered by his cousin, a guy by the name of Ashraf. In the year 1738, a guy by the name of Nader invaded, destroyed Kandahar, and restored Abdali ethnic Pashtun power. That's just a small reading from a great book called Afghanistan, a History of Conflict, by a gentleman by the name of John C. Griffiths. According to Defense Journal, it is, quote, essential reading for anyone who seeks to understand the problems of Afghanistan. The time is now 8.02 a.m., and you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest. I know. Yes. Hello. Hello, everybody. Good morning to you, Whitney. Good morning, Emily. Good morning, Bob. Good morning to the Brain Trust crew. Shouts out. The Brain Trust crew is a a, uh, a three-piece of gentlemen who are regular fixtures at Treadwell in the morning when we go in there. So good morning to the Brain Trust crew. Frank Patterson, what's up? Diesel, what's happening? And Charlie Zine, all three friends of the show. Uh, we're going to do a whole lot today. We've got news. We've got grant information. We've got things to tell you about our, our Aurora Public Library, among other things. We have a million dollars worth of sewer repair to talk about as well. Norma Peterson's here. Good morning to you, Norma. Good morning. G-A-M-S, the Great American Morning Show. We have a lot to talk about, but we are going to get your opinions, reactions, and feelings to the scenes that we've been seeing unfolding, uh, given what has been his- history, uh, history making, the United States leaving Afghanistan. So we'll talk about that and get your guys' opinion on that and read a little bit from this awesome book so we can all come to an understanding. Uh well, before we go on with anything, I do have to tell you a little piece of news um, that I saw that I think is helpful. It's good to understand. It's good to lead with. And it's something that we can all build on. And uh, not only that, it's designed to help and it comes from friends of ours. Are you familiar with the Back to Business Grant Program, the B2B? Well, if you are not, you can contact the Illinois Small Business Development Center at Wabonzi Community College. Friends of ours, Harriet Parker, her email, 
www.hparker.wabonzi.edu or give her a call at area code 630-906-4143. That number again is 630-906-4143. Attention all Illinois small business owners, $250 million is now available through State of Illinois B2B grant programming. It's a key component of Governor J.B. Pritzker's $1.5 billion economic package designed to maximize the impact of American Rescue Plan Act funds provided to Illinois. It sets forth $250 million for businesses that have experienced losses due to the COVID-19 pandemic to support them in their recovery. Here's what you need to know. $5,000 to $150,000 grants to cover operations and overhead costs must have revenues of $20 million or less in 2019 and a reduction of revenue in 2020 due to COVID-19. Priority is given in is already Damn. like 805. I messed up already. Take a sip. Sip it up. Sip it up. Sip it up. Ah, sip it up. Sip it up. Let's try that again. Priority will be given for the following businesses. Hardest hit industries such as hotels, salons, fitness centers, restaurants, and more disproportionately impacted areas, DIAs. Economically distressed communities which have had higher case counts of COVID-19 and businesses who have yet to qualify for state or federal assistance, including the PPP, Paycheck Protection Program, the RRF, the Restaurant Revitalization Fund, and BIG, the Business Interruption Grant. The application is fast and easy. New interface is designed to help small business owners track and learn updates on their application status in real time. What you need is a copy of your business's 2019 and 2020 federal tax returns, two business bank statements, one from the period March through December 2020, and your most recent statement, and your business owner ID. Very good. Okay. So, uh, yes, thank you very much to our friends of the B2B and also our local community partners as well. We've also got news about the uh, business workshops that are coming up with the Aurora Public library well, how's everybody feeling today how you guys doing let me know in the chat the time's 807 victoria hila maldonado is here good morning to your dear friend and aisha saxon as well good morning and good to see all of you wonderful people so um as i mentioned we will be getting your reactions and feedback to what we're seeing as a people uh unfolding in afghanistan as you know um this show liaisons with speaks to and is in constant contact with many veterans and service members and things like that so the opinions that we have been getting have pretty much all been one-sided i have to tell you i i only got like three people who've given me other opinions on what they thought uh, about current situation or future situations taking place but we'd like to know what you guys think as well all right Free back-to-school supplies are coming up. Not Forgotten Ministries and the CAN Network, C-A-A-N, Community Advocacy Awareness Network. They got free, free food and school supplies coming up on August 21st. That'll be from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. The Closed Closet Giveaway will be taking place as well that day at 309 5th Street in Aurora. Now, if you guys know 
where 309 5th Street in Aurora is, it's right next to other friends of ours at the uh, Peace House. The Peace House is a very good place in Aurora that's been doing a lot of great community activity for many, many years. Um, and yeah, shout out to the Peace House, Not Forgotten Ministries, and our friends of the Can Network. Good morning to Juanita Garcia, and good morning, Linda Jimenez Gonzalez. Good to see all of you guys. Greg Ellsbury, what is up, sir? Blessed to be joining today. Yes, we are all blessed, and we are all highly favored. Okie dokie. Okie dokie, okie dokie, okie dokie. Now let's get into some news. I got some great stuff to talk about today. And remember, we are going to be coming back to get you guys' reactions to what we're seeing on the national level with what is going on in Afghanistan. I'm also going to ask you what you think about development here in the city. Remember the uh, casino moving to the outlet mall? Remember that? Remember that? We all know that, right? That's happening or going to happen or they planned it out or they wrote plans or they had a map or they did this, they did that, whatever the heck it was. Well, we'll figure it out together. All right. Aurora's Ukulele Festival is coming back August 22nd. Uh-oh. Holla. There's just something about the ukulele, the small four-string instrument that inspires legions of fans, according to a gentleman by the name of Mark Strasberger, co-chair of the Aurora Ukulele Fest, quote, it's almost a cult. It really is. Because it's such an underground, it's not mainstream. You don't hear it a lot on the radio, but it has such a huge following. The ukulele does, end quote. While for some people, the ukulele conjures up thoughts of Don Ho singing about tiny bubbles. Never heard of it. Does anybody here, does anybody here, oh, does anybody know what that is? Any Don Ho fans in Tiny Bubbles? Let me know in the chat. I'll check it out. Give me the YouTube link. All right. Or Tiny Tim tiptoeing through the tulips back in the day. Great writing. The ukulele is embraced by contemporary musicians, including Billy Ellish, Taylor Swift, and Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder, as we know, lead singer of what, what band? Don't you say nothing. What band? Put that in the chat. In the I'll tell you what, if anybody can give me that, what band is Eddie Vedder the lead singer of? When we get our stickers, you get a sticker for free. Put that in the chat. All right. Um, according to Statista, 1.6 million ukuleles were sold in the United States in 2019 alone. That is amazing. The ukulele's been around a really long time. It's really picked up steam about 15 years ago with a lot of mainstream musicians picking up. That's according to Mr. Mark Strausberger. Wow. Um, so what do you guys think about the Ukulele Fest? Now, I have to say that the um, I first got up. Oh, Greg Zilioli won it. Greg won it. <laughs> Pearl Jam, first person with it. Good job, sir. Um, I have to tell you, the ukulele, I've been familiar with it as an instrument. I've liked its sound. And I've been able to uh, appreciate people who folks who play ukulele, uh, but I didn't get familiar with it in a community sense until really moving to Aurora and then seeing the ukulele festival, you know, way before COVID-19, you know what I'm saying? Cause they've been playing the same place, like the little area right there by city hall, water street mall, been checking it out. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's a, it's a nice community, um, community feeling. So I like, I like that about it. Now, um, you know, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I rap. 
you know, so I don't play ukulele. You know, maybe my maybe I'll change my name to MC Ukulele someday. All right, so that is the Ukulele Fest. Remember, it's coming to our, our area here August 22nd. I do have some more news about sewer repair. Now, this is something that I'm always happy to shout out because, as you guys know, people always complain about the lack of development in the city. The city should do this. The city should do that. Well, why isn't the mayor, huh? Why they doing a ribbon cutting for a brand new business open up? They had a hard time struggling the pandemic. Why is my pothole on, on uh, Zengali not filled in? Well, here it comes. The Aurora City Council has approved an almost $1 million contract for sanitary sewer repairs that will be done with special lining pipe. Now, this I didn't, hmm, special lining pipe. Alderman recently approved a $924,210 contract with Vezu Sewer of Illinois, LLC, of Bridgeview to do the projects, which are scattered throughout the city. Okay. Uh, the contract is for badly needed repairs that can be done with cured in place pipe lining, which means the city does not have to tear up the pipe and dig deep trenches to do the repairs. Ah. If workers do not have to dig the trenches, it saves money and has much less impact to residents. The sewers in this particular contract were identified as having a rating of four or five with five being the worst rating possible in deficiencies. Yikes. Officials have said if the pipes are not lined in the near future, the conditions will worsen and the city then would have to drink, blah, dig trenches for repairs. The whole process starts with the city televising a portion of the city's sewers, sending cameras through the sewers to identify problems. Any sewer that has had a problem it's cleaned and televised. Very interesting. Vizu Sewers was the lowest of three bids received by the city. Aurora officials said Vizu Sewer had successfully completed similar projects for the city in the past. The time is 8.14 a.m. and you are tuned into and listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. All right. So Greg won the first trivia question about uh, Pearl Jam. Good job, Greg. And Norma Peterson tells us that her friend Mavis Bates is playing in the uh, Ukulele Fest. Very cool. Shouts out. Shouts out. Okay, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about that that uh, casino moving over there. What do you guys think about that? Put that in the chat. Let me know about it. Um, now I was told that a lot of land was purchased. And that in the hulk of what would be the casino currently on New York Street would go a bridal hall, wedding reception kind of place, or that city hall um, government could move into that. Does anything know anything about that? You can let us know that in the chat. It's 816. Um, I personally, I'll tell you this. If the city, I'd rather the city do government work in their then I really would for it to be a banquet hall event kind of thing because Valley Door is right across the street and they spent a whole lot of money and time to update what is now Loft 28 up there so you could do your wedding and everything up there and you got the catering and you got the whole shebang inside of the whole 
package, would they not be taking away business from Bally Doyle? Would it not be siphoning away business from the other place down there on River Street 25? Is that what it's called? That other little big building up there. People take a lot of pictures and everything like that. 125? 251. That's what it's called. 251 is down there. So it seems like they'd be actually taking away from a lot of businesses in town. So I think city government would be better there. Plus, if you're working in city government, think about it. You don't got to look in between that little walkway no more. You got windows on the whole Fox River, baby. You got what? You can see everything right there. I think that'd be pretty cool. My brother might even apply. All right. Uh, the time is 8.17. That's right. Temple of the Dog. What is Temple of the Dog? Is that a band, Emily? Let us know. Who are they? Do they play ukulele? Do you play ukulele? Any ukulele players in the chat today? If you are. That'd be pretty cool. I'd even come out and watch you. All right. I've got some more stuff to talk about. And as you know, this qualifies as. The city of Aurora may grant more federal coronavirus funds for local Programs. <laughs> City Council has backed a federally funded effort to grant more money to pandemic related programs. Alderman on the Public Health, Safety and Transportation Committee just last week unanimously backed an amendment to the city's action plan for CDBG funds to grant $375,000 to eight applicants. Let's read that again. Alderman on the Public Health, Safety, and Transportation Committee last week unanimously backed an amendment to the city's action plan for CDBG Community Development Block Grants funds to grant $375,000 to eight applicants. The money is the third round of grants the city is awarding from a total $1.9 million special fund the federal government sent to the city as part of the CARES Act in 2020. The money is over and above the normal funds the city gets every year. Chris Ragona, the city's community development manager, said after this money is expended, the city will have another $314,602 left of the $1.9 million. He said the city hopes to do a fourth call for projects and expend all of the money by December 2022. In the third round of projects, the city received 14 applicants. You know what? I don't know what the hell. What is wrong? You know what? Let's maybe we gotta start drinking tea in the morning. I don't. Oh, taking us. Can we one more? One more. Sip it up. Sip it up. Sip it up. Ah. That's what I love about you guys. We all do this together. Okay, now, in the third round of projects, the city received 14 applications last May and whittled that list down to eight organizations to get funded. Most of the money is going to programs, although one of them, $100,000 to the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry, is a capital project for costs for roof reconstruction. The other seven grants and the organizations are 
$50,000 to the City of Aurora's Financial Empowerment Center, the FEC, towards financial counseling. $50,000 to the APS Training Academy for STEAM education for low-income students. $40,000 to the National Alliance for the Mentally Ill, NAMI, Mental Health Counseling. $25,000 for Hesed House to assist the homeless. $20,000 to the Court-Appointed Special Advocate or CASA for Child Advocacy for Abused and Neglected Children. $40,000 to the Northern Illinois Food Bank for the Senior Citizen Food Banks Program. And $50,000 to Mutual Ground for assisting clients experiencing domestic violence. Mr. Ragona said the city has a list of not-for-profits it notifies when the city is seeking applications for project funding. He said any not-for-profit can apply for the money and can get on the list to be notified by calling the city's Neighborhood Services Department. Uh, the Public Health, Safety, and Transportation Committee recommended the latest list of project funding and forwarded it onto the Committee of the Whole meeting. It's due to be voted on by the full City Council in September. The time is 8.21 a.m. You're listening to watching, having a good time with, sipping your coffee too. Good morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is Tuesday, August 17th, and we're having a good morning today. Yay! Jennifer Ryan Maton tells us that her family used to host ukulele night at the River's Edge Cafe and Prisco's next door. I'm the only one in my family that doesn't play. I made the posters. Hey! You made the posters and you don't even play? Balling. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like, I'm the rapper, he's the DJ, you know? Like, man, I'm the headlining act. What do you play? I don't play nothing, man. I'm Ozzy. I don't play that. I just sing. I just scream. Okay. Good morning, Tracy. Good to see you today as well. All right, guys. So let's move on with some more local stuff because I know you guys like the local. You know what? Let me, let me back up real quick. Oh. Good morning, Clarendon Hills. They check it in from Clarendon Hills. Good morning to Clarendon Hills. Tuning in, listening. Um, the interesting thing is that we are focused on local, you, your business, your establishments, your neighborhoods, our neighborhoods, and our city. We also consider ourselves to be patriotic blue-collar Americans. So we do like to harp on and talk about the national headlines, not all the time, but every now and then. As I mentioned, we'll be talking about the Afghanistan uh, debacle, certainly qualifies using that word at the moment, uh, but we'll also be talking about uh, mass mandates and all that other good stuff. But local is really where it's at. And I got some news. You guys send news to us. Good morning, Aurora, IL at gmail.com. It is much appreciated. You guys hit us on the Facebook Messenger with what's going on, and we all stay in touch. And I, I, it, it's, it's, uh, it's truly community. And I want to give you guys a reminder. Check out our blog on our website. You can go to goodmorningaurora.com. Read the blog. The blog is about us. The blog is about you. The blog is about our city and community. All right, 241 South, Street, 241 South State Street in Elgin is home to an awesome and very helpful business, Chicago Stickers. Serving Elgin and Chicago's northwest suburbs, they do custom car stickers and labels and a whole lot more. 
With nationwide shipping, you would be remiss not to holler at our friends Chicago Stickers. Find them on Instagram at Chicago underscore Stickers. Okay. Coming up on the 21st, which is a Saturday, free school supplies and a backpack will be yours. From our friends of Hope for Tomorrow Empowerment Center. They're giving back to the community on that day from 12.30 to 3.30 p.m. at the Prisco Community Center. There will be supplies, a raffle, and a bike giveaway as well. How cool is that? It'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a safe event and masks are required. Spread the word and come on out for a good time. And don't forget, you have one more day. I've been telling you all about this. Get ready for this because I've been telling you about this next piece of news for... A month and a half. Listen. Tomorrow, from noon to 1 p.m., Blue Cross and Blue Shield are hosting the next round of the Family Leadership Council. Family members, community partners, and parents are all encouraged to take part. This is a great way to learn and engage with each other, and the topic will be child nutrition and physical fitness. Now, we find ourselves going back um, to school, kids are going back and everything. And for parents to get together, liaison, meet, understand, share ideas, or like we like to call it, chop it up. Um, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. So child nutrition, physical fitness, sounds like great stuff to us. We are going to put the link in the chat for you guys so that you can check it out yourself. All right. Coming up on the 28th of August, that's a Saturday, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., don't forget, Coffee and Conversation with State Representative Barbara Hernandez of the 83rd District. You can come and learn about what's been going on in Springfield, and if you have any ideas, or if you have something that you'd like to share, they would love to hear it. This will be taking place at probably one of the greatest bagel shops on the history of the planet Earth, and it's called... Jake's Bagels, baby. Jake's Bagels, located at 220 North Broadway. Try the chicken soup. It's awesome. Anna's Custom Treats is here. Good morning, Anna. Good morning, everyone, and a happy Tuesday. That's a great... Oh, man, they're hitting us up today. All right. All right. What a day. Everybody's up. This is the most... Everybody's hitting me on the chat, the, the text. Y'all coming through on the Instagram. Good stuff. Good stuff. I like to see it. I like when all of our people are up and boisterous and moving about doing their thing. Okay. Now, listen here, folks. The link to the uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield Family Leadership Council is inside of the chat. So, please check that out. And, again, I'd like you guys to uh, take part in that if you can. It's really a good thing to do. Okay, so um, so let's talk. You guys, have you guys been seeing what's going on uh, in Afghanistan? For those of you who do not know, the United States of America has ended twenty years of occupation in Central Asia. Um, it's caused consternation among some. It's caused elation amongst others. But the situation is definitely. Um, very sad and very tragic. We've seen the harrowing scenes of people um, climbing onto airplanes as they taxi down the tarmac. Uh, people have been crushed in landing gear. Um, quite sad. But what do you guys think? 
about it. How do you um, feel? The history of Afghanistan is actually very, very interesting. As some of you may know, um, it was occupied by the Soviets for 10 years, and, uh, starting in 1979. Uh, but recently, the president fled to Tajikistan and the army crumbled. Um, what do you guys feel? You know any service members? We are friends with people who have served in Afghanistan, and we've been taking our cues from their perspective. There's a great episode that we conducted with a gentleman on the show. His name is Anthony Ortiz. He is an Elgin City Councilman. Uh, when we conducted the interview last year, he was running for Elgin City Council. It's on our, um, it's on our YouTube channel. You guys can definitely check it out. He was in the Battle of the Sanjin Valley. And he lost 25 members in his unit killed in combat. Uh, he is happy that the United States is ending its combat mission in Afghanistan. Uh, but what do you guys think? Casey says, a windless 20-year war costing many lives, U.S. and foreign, not to mention the money spent, to the tune of $3 trillion, I believe. Um, the book that I have here with me is called Afghanistan, a history of conflict. And I would recommend this book to anyone. Um, this is actually an excellent book and it goes through history, um, you know, up until the, the current day. And I would like to read something for you, um, from this book, because I think it will, uh, of tone and tenor to what we're all witnessing. This is according to Sir Thomas Holditch. We've contributed much to give a national unity to that nebulous community which we call Afghanistan, but which Afghans never called by that name, by drawing a boundary all around it and elevating it to the position of a buffer state between ourselves and Russia. What is there about Afghanistan to guarantee its continued existence as a buffer state between England and Russia? No other country in the world is interested in its prolonged existence except these two. Afghanistan, as a national entity, can only exist by favor of military support of one or the other of them. We need hardly inquire on which side the burden will always lie. That's part of the great game. Um, for those who uh, for those who do not know, the United Kingdom or Great Britain uh, occupied Afghanistan as well. And uh, there's a great many great pieces of poetry have come out of that. And um, there's many great historians, Elphinstone and lots of great uh, things have happened after that. But it seems to have followed the continuous path. And that it is a, uh, a country that's not able to be governed. And that goes back to 1841. That was the first Anglo-Afghan war. Culminating in um, the 1878 Second Anglo-Afghan War. When Afghanistan refused a British diplomatic mission provoking that. And to prevent British occupation of the large country. The government ceded much of the power to the United Kingdom in the Treaty of Gondomark, and that was 1879. 
Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. It's actually the stuff of legends and different stories. But what do you guys think? Time is 8.32. Casildo, thank you for sharing uh, your thoughts with us, sir. I think that we should all take a moment to realize that the lives of those who have been lost in Afghanistan uh, hold certainly a special and dear place. If you know about Oswego, the moving wall came to Oswego, and it has the names of combat veterans killed in um, in Afghanistan. But I would point you guys to please watch that video. I'll probably post that later on today on the Facebook page to watch our video that we conducted with Elgin City Councilman um, Anthony Ortiz, who also has worked for the Kane County State's Attorney's Office. He is a combat veteran um, of the Afghanistan War in the Sanjin Province. The time is 8.33 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. All right, guys. So let's move on because I still got a whole bunch of stuff to tell you guys about. And um, I mean, it just don't stop. It just does not stop. I think I'm going to tell you guys about some law enforcement stuff right now because this is going to be um, very, very helpful. All right. The DuPage County Expungement Clinic, don't forget, that's taking place Saturday, October 2nd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. The location will be the DuPage County Administration Building located at 421 North County Farm Road in Wheaton. Many things on your record may be eligible for removal uh, or sealing. The team will help walk you through the process of cleaning your clearing your record. Volunteer attorneys will help prepare and file requests to have your record cleared for free. Shouts out to participants and sponsors such as Prairie State Legal Services, DuPage Legal Aid, and Illinois Access to Justice. Um, you know what's interesting about this is that for a lot, for a long time, the fees—it's the fees and all of the legal wrangling and paperwork has been so difficult to move the ball. The fact that these folks are doing this for free is very helpful. I think that's probably the best part about the whole thing because people have the ability to do things, they have the motivation, but you know, the amount of the amount of money that things cost to get done to repair one's life, that kind of gets excessive. So shouts out to all these organizations for doing this work. Okay. We got a mural coming to downtown Aurora. Um, in case you guys did not know, I'm not too sure um, if you did or if you are aware of it. So the, um, the bridge and the underpass right across from Wayside Cross, that's on New York Street, Right before you get into downtown, it's actually, I think that's owned by BNSF or Metra. Uh, underneath that bridge, workers are out there. They're doing painting. Um, so far, so good. It looks really good. It's a unity mural. This is to bring pride and unity in community and have people come sling paint on a wall. I think it's a very good thing to be doing. I'll be quite honest with you. Um, I think that one of the things that has started break down the lack of transparency and equity in Aurora that people have complained about for a long time is the fact that like now 
these kind of things are being crowdsourced out to people. People can now take part in it. You don't have to be on the planning committee to come sling some paint on a wall. It's open to the public. So with that being said, I am going to read to you what we need from you. Aurora Downtown's newest East Side Gateway mural uh, is being painted right now. Artists Laura Lynn Kubitschek and Catalina Diaz started working on the mural earlier this month, and they are now seeking volunteers from the community to assist with painting. So the actual um, restaurant, or excuse me, actual wall that it's at is the uh, north side wall. There's a scaffold already set up up there. There's two projects that are also, there's another project that's taking place. Does anyone know where Mang Cook Restaurant is? Man Cook is the uh, new Asian restaurant. It's on Galena, actually. It's on Galena, across from Miss Lee's, which kind of put a. Any Miss Lee's fans in the audience? I, you know, I've been tempted, but some of my, you know, it looks a little sketchy sometimes. I have a friend; she loves the place. She's like Curtis, we should go there have a beer. I'm like, I don't know. It looks really. Super sketch. But anyway, I digress. Okay. Man Cook Restaurant's located at 210 East Galena Boulevard. The mural design combines a quilt analogy to show that Aurora is a city of many people and cultures combined together. It also takes elements of Art Nouveau and Art Deco architecture from downtown Aurora, like the Mayan and the Keystone buildings. Now, the Mayan building is on Stolp and Benton. Right there, right across from One East Benson, that building has beautiful and ornate architecture. Um, you can see it as you pass by, faces looking out at you. Very cool stuff, and the inside is really nice too. Um, the mural will also include iconic Aurora symbols like mastodons, the Northgate star sign, the Paramount sign, and the new pedestrian bridge connecting the east and west sides. Community members interested in signing up Paint the mural can visit Aurora Downtown's Facebook page for more information. Um, this is the second one sponsored by the group. The first, completed by artist Josh Schultz last fall, is on the southwest corner of Lake Street and Ganilla Boulevard. Now, why they wouldn't just say to call it or uh, not to call it a lot, Torches Guadalajara? I don't know because it's on the back of that, but that's cool too. Um, yeah, shouts out to our friends of Aurora downtown for all the hard work that they do putting this together and our local artists, Laura Lynn and Catalina Diaz. The time is 8.39 a.m. All right, Josue's here. Good morning, Josue. Good morning. Good to see you, brother. Good to Yay! see you. All right, Norma Peterson tells us, I agree with the debacle term for the current situation, although I'm glad our engagement there is ending. Same here, Norma. Same here as well and to be fair to be fair i don't think i don't think the debacle was inevitable i don't i don't i think that even if even if you had ushers even if you had ropes for people to stand in even if you had you know, even if you had assigned seating, it was always going to be a debacle because debacle has been the overwhelming theme. Um, but I'm glad the conflict there is ending because death with no end 
and financial uh, financial responsibilities without end would continue to bankrupt our country, which has a myriad of issues, both financially and civically. Time is 8.40 a.m. Okay, so uh, Tracy tells us that Miss Lee's is old school. When she worked at the casino, the third shifters would go there. I skipped out. I just wanted to sleep. Heard it's pretty decent there. I got to, hey, I'll check it out sometime. Tracy, Tracy, if you give it a decent stamp of approval, I might actually go there and, you know, try the pretzels or something like that. But I don't know, because every time I see the place, it just looks, my spider sense tingles. As soon as I look at it, it's like, oof, you know? Um... But shout out to Miss Lee's because it's a very old bar. It's been in Aurora for a long time. And even though I've never been in there, it is a community staple. All right. Um, don't want to forget to tell you guys to subscribe to the show on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes. Uh, we have a lot of cool stuff. We conducted an interview just yesterday with a friend of the show, an author by the name of Stacy Saldana. She is the author of seven books, uh, most prominent of which are Micah's Mindful Manners. Uh, which is a book about her son, and Built Strong on Purpose, which is a faith-based book, fun for the family, and it helps to guide, strengthen, and nurture relationships. Um, the book can be found at Cottonseed Creative Exchange, located at 8 North Broadway in the heart of downtown Aurora Shopping. There, you can also find Good Morning Aurora merch, cool shirts like this one, and each purchase goes to support Women-owned business, veteran-owned business, and arts and culture here in Aurora. You see how, like, I'm, like, talking more to you guys now. It's kind of like the news, right? We're getting there, you know? So good morning to all of you guys at home. All right. So uh, let's continue. Let's continue. I have more local stuff to tell you guys about, and I don't want to forget it because if I forget it, that means I forgot you. Okay, uh, coming up today, I told you yesterday, but I'm going to tell you again. Today is Tuesday Tech Virtual, the basics of mouse, keyboard, and the desktop. Um, learn how to use a mouse and keyboard to navigate the desktop and standard Windows applications. Now, tomorrow we have, uh, or excuse me, that is going to be starting at 5 p.m. Registration is required on the Aurora Public Library's Facebook page or their uh, website. Tomorrow is International Read Aloud, and it's virtual. Enjoy stories in a variety of languages. That starts at 11 a.m. Saturday, the 21st, virtual English Conversation Group, 10.30 a.m. Join English learners of all levels in conversation via Zoom. And at 11 a.m. as well, for kids, there's the Children's Craft Kit Tutorial, Turtle Mandala. Ooh. See a step-by-step -step tutorial on how to complete the Turtle Mandala Craft kit. Now ask yourself, what other library in the world has Turtle Mandala craft kits? I don't know, but we have it here in Aurora. The time is 8.43. All right, Tracy says Miss Lee's opens in 20 minutes? No. Who the hell is drinking at 9 in the morning? Crazy. All right. Uh, don't forget the free community shredding event. That's going to be Saturday, September 18th from 9 to 11 a.m. at the uh, downtown Santori Royal Public Library brought to us by the Kane County Teachers Credit Union, the KCTCU. 
Fight identity theft and needless clutter at home by bringing your personal documents to the shredding event to have them safely shredded. Only paper materials will be accepted. Small paper clips and staples do not to be, need to be removed. Shredding is accepted until the shred truck is full. Uh, our state representative Hernandez will be there as well. This is going to be safe, secure, and contactless. Shouts out for something cool. Don't forget also Mercado Artisanal from Oaxaca. Traditional artists and craftsmen all the way from the state of Oaxaca. With the participation of Danza de Pluma, Guela, Chicago, Alejandra Salgado, and Ballet Folklorico Huetzalcoatl. Did I say that right? I hope I didn't massacre that too bad to our Latino friends. That's going to be the 29th at Casa Santa Maria, located at 314 East Downer Place here in Aurora. It'll be from 1 to 7 p.m. A uh, great amount of sponsors like Hukalita Tacos, Galazak, um, and also Fiesta Master Shows. Very cool stuff. Okay. Um, so, again, the topic of discussion today was Afghanistan. What do you guys think about the United States ending our combat mission there? Uh, it is all over. We've met some people who, well, not met. We actually know people who've actually been there, who've spent time there, who've spent time fighting there, who've been wounded there. Um, let us know what you guys think. We are all in this together as a nation. Um, I think that on the one hand, I never thought I'd see the day where Americans were begging to stay in another country. That is kind of disconcerting. But I think that I think that the the mission of helping the mission of strengthening is not over and it's not lost. It simply needs to be potentially rethought. There's an old saying uh, I learned from a college, C-A, it's the acronym, C-A-I-S, come at it sideways. Um, you know, the, uh, the administration now is talking about uh, uh, overflight capability, and they're talking about, uh, or excuse me, over the horizon is the term. Over the horizon is a term that the uh, Anthony Blinken with the State Department is using. Um, over the horizon capability. We're already based in Tajikistan. So I don't see any disengagement fully from Afghanistan. But let me know what you think. I'm just the host. The time is 8.47 a.m. All right. DACA campus briefing, don't forget, that's going to be uh, coming up 3.30 to 4.30 p.m. Zoom webinar. Over the past year, to defer action for childhood arrivals program has experienced a number of legal and political challenges. How do these changes impact students, staff, and faculty with or eligible for DACA status? Uh, 3 to 4.30 p.m. Zoom webinar. Zoom webinar. I said it like New York. Zoom webinar. That's crazy. I'm not from New York. I'm from Aurora. All right. Um, brought to us by the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. 
The Rotary District 7020 has a Haiti Earthquake Disaster Recovery Fund that is still open. You can still participate. It's in response to the devastation caused by the recent earthquake in Haiti. Uh, they set up this fund. The fund is managed by Rotary's DNARAG, Rotarian Action Group of 501c3 nonprofit in cooperation with District 7020's Disaster Relief Committee many ways to contribute we have let you guys know this follow us on instagram and twitter as well okay and coming up thursday garfield park bilingual story time shouts out to the aurora public library this is taking place at 11 a.m it'll be for all ages so please come out there learn read enjoy yourselves and have a good time all right. Tracy says her nephew was stationed out in Afghanistan and recently in the Emirates, Dubai. He just came back to the U.S. in May. I'm definitely glad he came back when he did. It was a no-win situation, unfortunately. Absolutely. Uh, Tracy, we're glad that he's back as well. Um, for those of you that don't know, there was a young man by the name of Miguel Villalon. He passed away in, I believe, 2018. He was an East Aurora graduate, and he was a member, uh, he was a specialist with the 82nd Airborne. And I will quadruple check my information after that, but I believe the 82nd Airborne, anyway, um, there was a ceremony for his life at East Aurora High School, and I attended that. And I have to say, as did a lot of other veterans here from the city, uh, the mayor was there, a lot of other veteran organizations were there, AMVETS Post 103 had representation there, and a group called the Patriot Riders was there as well. Uh, the Patriot Riders are a motorcycle group. Um, I'm not sure if all of them are veterans, but I know a lot of them are veterans, but what they do is... They travel the country and they either shadow or come and take part in veteran ceremonies. So if a body is coming back and coming home, uh, members of the Patriot Riders have uh, been known to ride with bodies um, going back to hometowns. Anyway, I remember I was there and the family was there and the East Aurora NJROTC was there. And they were on stage and there were so many of them. And I remember sitting there and I thought to myself, like, because at that time, you know, it looked like we would never leave Afghanistan. I remember sitting there and I started thinking, like, wow, these kids are like 17, 18, however old they are. And they're going to go to Afghanistan to a place we're in the year 1715. Mirwas Hotek died of natural causes. His brother Abdulaziz inherited the throne and he was killed by his nephew. It just seems so futile. I like peace. I want engagement. I want financial responsibility. And I want the United States to promote everything that is good. And if that's possible to do without war, 
I think that's where all of our energy should be spent. What do you guys think? The time is 8.52 a.m. I have a Zoom call right at 9 o'clock, so we're going to end in like three more minutes, but let's see what the rest of our folks say. Dan says, he was at that ceremony at East. It was moving and well done. Yes, it was, Dan. Dan? Yay! It was. It was. It was serious. And um, now if you recall, because Dan was there, I don't know if anybody else in the chat was there, um, uh, Mr. Villalone's friend, I believe a battle buddy, a person who'd been deployed with him maybe, um, he was there speaking on the time that he knew Miguel, and this person died at like 22 or 23 years old. Um, and he was choked up with emotion and could barely talk through his tears. Um, I'm not a person who believes that the United States has to have 20 more years of that. Um, but yeah, that was a really that was a really moving ceremony. The United States has a lot of things going on here domestically that we need to work and figure out. Um, so I think that, again, let's focus our efforts here on the homeland and continue to strengthen our city and our community um, as well. All right. A couple more headlines and topics before we go, you guys. Um, mentorship program with our friends of the Alive Teen Center. Alive Teen Center has two locations. One is in Naperville by the Fifth Avenue train station. Uh, that's their metro stop. And the other one is here in downtown Aurora on LaSalle Street. Um, so the purpose of the mentorship program is to create positive peer relationships between middle school students and upperclassmen. By spending time together trying new things and discovering what makes them come alive, both the mentor and the mentee will get a greater sense of belonging and a greater sense of confidence. Uh, for more information or to apply, you can go to the website at alivecenter.org or email jeff at alivecenter.org. Casey Chitwood and Addie Rubio have been on our show. They conducted a great interview with us as well. Uh, please check out the Alive Teen Center. It is open for the youth to come in. They have great programs. And our friend Anna Sierra of Anna Custom Treats also liaisons with the Live Teen Center. And she has been there providing hands-on experience with kids uh, for many events, including First Fridays. So, shouts out. All right, 854. Let's keep it moving. One final. Maybe I have one more final thing. Uh, join My Daughter's Dress Boutique once again for the Decades Mom Prom fundraising event Friday, September 17th from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. at Martini Banquet Hall in Yorkville. Sponsorships levels are available. You can take part in them. Um, the My Daughter's Dress Bouquet is a 501c3 started by a Navy veteran as well. Shout out. Navy veterans got Aurora on lock, man. Y'all better watch out. Y'all better watch out. I don't know about the Army. Well, you got the Army guy. You know, Michael Piggies with the city. He's an Army veteran. Uh, the mayor's an Army veteran. Lots of Army veterans out there. Lots of Marines out there, too. So, you know, we're not trying to display, man. Y'all better. Okay. Um, so, I can give you guys one more piece of information. I'm going to give you one more helpful piece of information, and then we are going to wrap this up today. Um, all right. Don't forget this. The bookmobile needs to be replaced. That's got to happen, and it's got to happen soon. 
the bookmobile has been an Aurora staple for a very long time, but they want to get a brand new spanking one with the bells and whistles. I don't know if this one has uh, power windows and power steering, but maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but we need a new one. Fundraiser is happening. Be ready. Uh, our friends at the Aurora Public Library are having their second annual virtual 5K and fun walk. Lace up for literacy. That's going to be August 30th to September 6th. That's how long it's going on. Proceeds will benefit a new and modern bookmobile uh, and more literary resources for children. So shout out to our friends of the Aurora Public Library Foundation, the foundation, and our dear friend of the show, Laura Stoney. Shouts out. Okay. And um, okay, this is the last one, I promise you. All right. Don't forget, get ready to come and get your golf on. The Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce is having their golf classic Monday the 23rd of August. The event's going to be held at Orchard Valley Golf Course here in Aurora. Beautiful golf course and location. Promote your brand and network with many business leaders and professionals who will be in attendance on that day. Sponsorships are available. Uh, get to know more about the Aurora Chamber and Aurora excuse me, and Orchard Valley Golf Course. They've done a lot from barbecues to different kinds of events up to and including stuff from Mutual Ground. Anne-Marie Wilkinson is a great place. Uh, shouts out to all of our friends and our community partners. Okay. COVID cases on the rise. Get vaccinated and mask up. Thank you very much, Casey. Much appreciated. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. All right, it's 8.57 a.m. Um, I want to take this last minute or two to say thank you very much to all of our friends, all of our fans, of our listeners, and all of our subscribers. We really appreciate it every single day. Uh, this show aims to be your relatable, friendly, local news source. And we appreciate everybody who uh, checks us out. Please subscribe to the show on YouTube and Spotify. Check us out on Patreon. Friday, we got Jeanette Splaining. Uh, Monday, we got our friend Bob. He will be here chopping up many different things, and we've got so much more to come. We've also got an interview that's going to be airing today. Yesterday's interview is live on all of your preferred podcast platforms. Uh, hit up Treadwell, join the Mug Club, and also uh, shop for your Good Morning Aurora merch at Cotton Seed Creative Exchange located at 8 North Broadway. That's it for the day. We hope that you guys have a blessed, positive, fantastic day today it's tuesday the 17th let's all go have some fun take care of yourself and each other